When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrick, and a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great weekend. Thanks to Jake Crumpler, as usual, for filling in and covering you guys for Saturday and Sunday. And I am here to get you back, recapping Sunday, and looking ahead to Monday, the final week of the season before the All-Star break. So we got some fun stuff coming up. Be ready for some IL stints out of nowhere to get some extra rest, some other fun stuff like that. So it'll be an interesting week. Let's talk about Sunday on the Diamond. Philadelphia Phillies, they recalled Derek Hall, the big slugging first baseman slash DH for the Phillies. He was hurt earlier this year, and then he got sent straight to AAA after being activated from the IL. Um, he got reactivated on Sunday as they sent as the Phillies sent Cody Clemens back to AAA. Hall in 23 games in the minors since coming back from his injury was hitting 330 with three home runs and a 205 ISO 944 OPS. Hall is a masher, but more impressively, he had great plate discipline while in the minors, a 13.3% walk rate while striking out only 16% of the time. That'd be a market improvement on things we're used to from Derek Hall. Like last year, Derek Hall at an over 17% barrel rate and a near 45% hard hit rate. He just crushes baseballs. So this would be a great, uh, could be a great power source if the Phillies play him regularly. He started on Sunday, hitting eighth for the Phillies. We'll see where that goes from there. But big power boost for the Phillies lineup and potentially a fantasy lineup in deeper formats for you. The Minnesota Twins placed Royce Lewis on the IL with an oblique injury. We pretty much knew that was coming. They kind of hinted at it on Saturday. It became official on Sunday. They recalled Jose Miranda from AAA. You know, high hopes for Miranda to start the season just did not work out. In 39 games in AAA since being sent down, he's only hitting 255 with three homers and two stolen bases. But a little silver lining over Miranda's last 25 games, he's hitting 311 with 18 RBIs. So he's heating up at the plate. Still not a ton of power, though. That's kind of been the bugaboo. He had that one big season, kind of when the bouncy ball was around in the minor leagues with the power. But overall, not a ton there from Jose Miranda. Maybe it'll be different this time around. At worst, he should be able to give you a decent batting average source, maybe score some runs on a Twins team that needs all the help they can get right now. Pittsburgh Pirates activated Brian Reynolds from the IL on Sunday. That's always great news. They sent G1 Bay to the to the IL with an ankle injury, so Reynolds is back and ready to rock and roll for your teams on Monday. Reports came back really good from Carlos Rodon's recent rehab outing. So good that Aaron Boone and the Yankees said Carlos Rodon will make his next start with the Yankees. That'd be his Yankees debut for you keeping track at home on July 7th, the later this week. Today, Monday is the 3rd, Tuesday's the 4th. He'll be pitching on the Thursday the 7th, everybody. Or no, Friday the 7th. Friday the 7th. There you go. See, that's why we had the calendars for these things. But Carlos Rodon is back, making one start before the All-Star break, and hopefully a strong second half of the season for him. Some bad news for the Boston Red Sox and Garrett Whitlock. He left his start real early, real early on Sunday with right elbow tightness. They're scheduling an MRI on Monday. 
but right elbow or any elbow tightness, you're throwing elbow tightness, rarely ever a good thing. So cross your fingers, but it could be a uh, end-of-the-year type deal for one Garrett Whitlock. The Angels recalled Andrew Velasquez from AAA. You know, he's been a pretty fun utility player with some speed. The easy recall from AAA is they placed Brandon Drury on the IL to his shoulder injury retroactive to June 30th. Drury's been trying to work through this injury. That's why they haven't put on the IL, but it's just got to the point where I think they said, you know what, sit out this week, get some rest, we'll get you back after the All-Star break. We have Velasquez up here to, to take your spot for a little bit. Um, Jazz Chisholm, another bad one here. He left Sunday's game after a, uh, injuring his oblique after a swing and a miss, and he grabbed his side immediately. It did not look good. Um the Marlins are calling it oblique soreness. That's always a nice way of putting it. Uh, more imaging will be done on Monday, but usually oblique injuries get a minimum of 10 day, days on the IL. It's just the way they work. And plus, just looking at his pain, I'd be surprised if it's anything minor. It's just another injury for Chaz Chisholm, and it's getting quite frustrating for those that uh, like us and Jazz in our fantasy life. Austin Hayes of the Baltimore Orioles, he left Sunday's game with a left hip contusion. He suffered an collision with the uh, – with the twins, Donovan Solano. So uh, Hayes got the worst of that one. Hopefully it's not a major, major deal, but it looks like he'll be out for at least a couple days. No IL stint just yet. An interesting one here with the Houston Astros, Jeremy Pena missed his third straight game, missed the entire week in series with a neck injury. Um, and the part that concerns me is like, okay, maybe he's just, you know, trying to get it back. He's day to day. They made a point to say he isn't even doing baseball activities. Like he's not trying to hit off a tee. He's not hitting batting practice. He's not fielding balls. He's doing nothing because of this neck injury, and that is big-time concerns for me. Uh, the Astros are keep, keep saying that there's no IL stint yet. They hope to have him back sometime this week. Similar to the, the Drury situation, it gets to the point where it's just like, hey, take the week off. We'll see you after the All-Star break. That's kind of what it feels like to me. guess we'll have to wait and see how that goes with Jeremy Pena. Some good news for the Houston Astros. Jordan Alvarez took batting practice at 60% on Sunday, uh, and he did well, felt good. He expects to do more batting practice on Monday. And as he's re- progressing right now, he expects to be back right after the All-Star break, which would be outstanding for fantasy managers everywhere, as well as the Houston Astros. We already had one collision with Austin Hayes and Donovan Solano. We have another one. This one's nasty. Isak Paredes and uh, Ty France collided. Paredes was going to field the ground ball. Some For some reason, France was running on the grass and collided with them. Pretty weird-looking play. Both were down in a lot of pain. But Paredes left the game. He's day-to-day as he's dealing with, uh, looks like, like some side slash maybe wrist soreness. They, they, I, I searched, couldn't get a great explanation for it. He just in a lot of pain from the videos I saw. Um, Los Angeles Dodgers. I mentioned last week that Clayton Kershaw was kind of, he got the cortisone shot. He's dealing with the shoulder deal and he said he won't be stupid about it. Those were his direct quotes. Well, he's scheduled to pitch on Monday, but then the, uh, the Dodgers also came out and said, they expect that Clayton Kershaw goes to the IL on Monday to deal with his shoulder injury. So keep an eye on that situation throughout the day. I wouldn't be shocked if Kershaw goes to the IL again, similar to say rest for the rest of the All-Star until the All-Star breaks, see, where you see how things go. We'll bring Michael Grover, somebody back up, and fill in for them. So keep an eye on Kershaw on Monday. And then last but not least, Trevor Story took live batting. Or he's, he's scheduled to take live batting practice on Tuesday. That's going to be some big boy stuff and then get Trevor Story back. They want to get him back to DH uh, shortly after the All-Star break, if all goes well, and then get him back playing the field about a month later. So that would be pretty awesome for Trevor Story and the Boston Red Sox. All right, everybody, underdog fantasy. We've been talking about it here. They got the big seventh inning stretch tournament. It's best ball. It's a blast. It's so cool because you draft your teams, full rosters. It's like 20, 20 players, and 
the best part is once you draft, you're done. It's a beautiful thing. They set your lineups. They, they take the most optimal lineups for you. They keep track of your scores. You don't have to do trades, no waiver wires, none of it. It's absolutely beautiful. Cool thing about the seventh inning stretch is it's four rounds uh, with a total prize pull up to $150,000. So that's pretty sweet. You start out in your 12-person round that you drafted in, and you advance, you advance, and you advance to almost 140 people in the finals, and the winner wins a share of the $150,000 prize. That's pretty darn sweet too. Uh, they also have other tools. They have daily games you can play anywhere from like three to like ten man games. You have um, pick 'em pools. You have all kinds of cool stuff in Underdog Fantasy. Plus, you know other sports. There's a, there's a big sport kicking off right now with all kinds of tournaments out there. So you have everything you could possibly need in Underdog Fantasy. It is an absolute blast. It's easy to draft off your phone. You can do it off the website. It's pretty sweet. And if you're new to Underdog Fantasy, use promo code PitcherList. P I T C H E R L I S T. And they'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is read the description in this episode, click the link, sign up, use promo code PitcherList, and you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. The 17th stretch only costs $7 to enter. That's a lot of 17th stretch lineups. If you guys want to do it, make, make the deposit. It's going to be great. You won't regret it, Underdog Fantasy. Hey, maybe I'll even be in the streets playing you. It'll be a lot of fun there. A couple things, though. You must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Um, if you are concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Sunday. Torque, Spencer Torkelson continues to look good at the plate, two for three with a double home run, three runs, two RBIs, and two walks. Talked about how much of a great week matchup-wise the Tigers had. Torque, I believe, had three or three for sure. I get four, yeah, four home runs this week. Big week for Torkelson. Since June 11th, Torkelson's hitting 238. The average is coming up. It's actually an improvement. But since June 11th, 238 average, four doubles, seven home runs, and 16 runs and 16 RBIs. Very serviceable in deeper formats, becoming 12-team serviceable as well as Torque, former number one overall pick starting to find his uh, his legs in the bigs. Jaron Duran had quite the day for the Boston Red Sox as they got the sweep against the Toronto Blue Jays. Jaron Duran went five for five with four doubles and three runs scored, and he's scorching hot. When he first got called up, he was balling out. Then he started slumping. We're like, okay, Adam Duvall is going to take over or something. Duran is making it hard not to play him every day. Since June 1st, Duran's hitting 329 with 10 doubles, one homer, nine runs scored, eight RBIs, and eight stolen bases. I know you'd, th- you'd expect more stats over a month of baseball, but he's getting your steals. He's hitting for an elite average. He's going to be playing towards the top of that Boston lineup. So really good stuff there from Jaron Duran. The Nick Castellanos is having a great season, and I know people are talking about him, but it seems like more need to be talking about Nick Castellanos. Castellanos went two for five with a double, a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs on Sunday. Since June, four- June 1st, Castellanos is hitting 370 with eight doubles, seven home runs, 15 runs scored, 26 RBIs, and four stolen bases. Nick Castellanos is carrying some fantasy teams right now, and the the Phillies need to help him out so he can help carry them too. But he's having a heck of a season, and I want to give the Nick Castellanos, the Casty man, some love. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com to get more details on all the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Andrew Abbott is dealing. Like After his first two starts, I'll be honest, I was like, okay, this is not going to work well. He's not fooling really anybody. The uh, the ERA estimators don't look great. Well, he has been outstanding. And the ERA estimators still don't look great. I'll be honest, 
But when you watch him pitch, he is awesome. Andrew Abbott went seven and two-thirds innings, one earned, four hits, one walk against the San Diego Padres in Great American Small Park. Abbott had 12 Ks with 25 whiffs and a 41% CSW. He looked awesome. Um, through six starts so far this season for Abbott, Abbott has a one two one ERA, four two five x tip. There's the ERA estimator not liking him with 42 Ks and 37 and a third innings pitch. He's been great. And more impressively to me, like kind of when I've started to buy in and watching his recent starts, over his last three starts, he's thrown 19 and two-thirds innings. He has 30 strikeouts. He's looking like that dominating pitcher he was in the minors. Took him a few starts up here. He's going to have hiccups. There's no sugarcoating that, especially in a ballpark like that. But, man, when he can dominate a team like the Padres, I know they're not like world beaters like they usually are. When you can dominate the Padres in great American small park like that, that is, that's worth noting. That's very impressive. So good stuff from Andrew Abbott. Reed Detmers kept the good times rolling six innings, two earned, three hits, two walks, nine Ks on Sunday with 17 whiffs and a 34% CSW. Now he's got about six straight starts with two earned runs or less. He's been dealing, looking real good. Hopefully we can keep this up with the new slider uh, usage and volume and uh, velocity uh, for Reed Detmers. And then Jordan Montgomery, he is quietly putting one together. He's a 3-2-1 ERA on the season, by the way. But on Sunday, Montgomery faces former foes, the New York Yankees, went six and two-thirds, no runs, two hits, three walks, so a sub one whip and six strikeouts. Very impressive from a Monty, 13 whiffs and a 32% CSW. Jomo was really, really solid. And he had like a couple of rough starts early in the season, but he's back to being Jomo. Over his, he's got seven straight starts with three earned runs or less and five straight starts with at least six strikeouts. I mentioned the season long ERA of around 3 2 1. He's been very, very effective. And a lot of people were kind of like, yeah, he's not that good after those early starts. This is why we have a full season, folks. Jordan Montgomery is showcasing that for everybody. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching, highlight, or relief pitching highlights from Sunday, your saves of the day. Felix Bautista picked up save 22, has a 51.7% strikeout rate on the season. Thank you, Alex Fast, for keeping me updated on that. Hunter Harvey picked up his eighth save of the season. I keep talking about him, and it looks like it's his job now. It looks like it's his role in the ninth inning. Marcelo Iglesias picked up his 14th save. Devin Williams, his 17th save for the Brew Crew. Alexis Diaz keeps getting it done. I mentioned Andrew Abbott. Well, Abbott got the win because Alexis Diaz got his 23rd save of the season. Ryan Presley, his 17th save of the year for the Astros. Carlos Estevez, big week. He had a win on three saves. He picked up his 21st save of the season on Sunday. And then Paul Sewald, 16th save of the year for the Mariners. Emmanuel Classe came in in a 6-2 non-save situation. Blew it. They went extras. The Cleveland Guardians won. Classe got the win. Didn't get the save. <laughs> Ratios and ERA blown up, but got the W there. Read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com to get all your information about relief pitchers. All right, let's take a quick break before we look ahead to Monday. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 
98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, DFS on your Monday, six-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going with the Baltimore Orioles bats against Domingo Herman. I love targeting pitchers off of career games, like a, like a perfect game for Domingo Herman. Just remember, say this out loud. Domingo Herman had a perfect game at against the Oakland Athletics. End, end of sentence. So I'll take the Baltimore Orioles in that one. And then San Diego versus Jaime Barria is a great spot there for the pods as well. Some pitchers, though, Blake Snell going up against Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim. I'm seeing him on DraftKings there. Other sites, it's wishy-washy. So I think Blake Snell's pitching. If he is, I want Blake Snell. Otherwise, Tyler Wells versus the Yankees. Wells has been outstanding, uh, especially over his last like six or seven starts. He's getting strikeouts. He's uh, limiting the damage. Uh, he's going at least five innings. been very, very effective. And then Brian Wu versus the Giants. Af- out- outside of that first rough, rough outing for Wu, he's been awesome. So give me all the, the Brian Wu on this one. And some things I'm looking forward to on Monday. Braxton Garrett, can he keep the train rolling against the Cleveland, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals? It's a good spot for Garrett to, to get her done. Gavin Williams, he was amazing in his last start, and now he pitches at home against the Atlanta Braves. I am a Gavin Williams fan. I will have my popcorn ready for a pitcher like Gavin Williams with his talent going up against just the juggernaut that is the Atlanta Braves. So I'm really curious to see how that plays out. And then I mentioned it earlier, Brian, as you get Brian Wu versus Logan Webb on the uh, West Coast nightcap. Great pitching matchup in uh, San Francisco. Really looking forward to seeing how that one plays out as well. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to pitcherlist.com. Go check out all the great free content, articles, podcasts, everything over there. And then become a member at PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not forget uh, regret it. You help supply the, the, the website that continues to grow, gets you in the Discord and some other great tools that they have and other tools they are building to get you ready for this season and beyond. So go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. That'll do it. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and preview Wednesday's action on the Diamond. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast, Monday, July 3rd edition. Hope you all have. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.